Here we go. West Hills Friends is a Quaker meeting in Portland, Oregon. You can find more information about our community at westhillsfriends.org. As a Quaker community, we encourage everyone to share from their hearts, especially as it pertains to God's leading in their lives. These words are shared into a community that values the opportunity to respond and dialogue about what is said. The responses and dialogue are not included in this recording. The views expressed in this content are solely those of the original contributors. And do not necessarily speak for the entire West Hills Friends community. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful day. Our scripture reading today comes from 1 Peter, chapter 2. The page number is printed on the cover of your bulletin. If you'd like to use the Bible that's in the bench in front of you. You are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession, that you may declare the praises of one who called you out of darkness into the wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. I've been thinking about Sherry Shulkey this week. I remember her speaking in a shaky voice. When she spoke, her words would stagger in and out of a whisper. Sherry had survived cancer as a child. Like most survivors, she knew how to fight. She had the scars to prove it. Some of those scars could be heard in the tremor of her voice. Over and over, I saw a room full of people lean forward when she spoke. Sherry had a knack for expressing what we all felt in our hearts. Her gifts were remarkable, but she was an outspoken woman in a frail body. Those qualities confounded the church where she longed to serve. The early meeting was never very enthusiastic about her leadership. That ambivalent reception left scars of its own. Sherry started attending West Hills Friends when our meeting was still in its infancy. Her leadership was very important to us. At one point, in recognition of her gifts and callings, the business meeting named her an associate pastor at West Hills Friends. I think that acknowledgement was very healing for her. Sherry was only 42 when she died of cancer in 2003. Ten years before she died, Sherry said something that impressed me so much, I wrote it down. Yesterday, I went through all my old notebooks to get the exact quote. In 1993, Sherry said, our society is so fractured, any sense of community is a major step toward God's kingdom.
Sherry had so much faith in community that she didn't pause for any potential adjective. She didn't talk about Christian community or progressive community. She avoided any qualifier. Sherry said, our society is so fractured, any sense of community is a major step toward God's kingdom. Any sense of community. If people find community collecting stamps, that is a major step toward God's kingdom. If people find a sense of community at the 24th annual All Tuba Christmas concert in Pioneer Square, <laughs> that is a major step toward God's kingdom. The idea is so liberating. It doesn't matter where we are. It doesn't matter what we're doing. It doesn't matter who is involved. When we become community to one another, God is present. Always, community is a step toward God's presence. In fact, it's a major step. Our society is so fractured, any sense of community is a major step towards God's kingdom. From the very beginning, a sense of community has been central to our mission at West Hills Friends. We've always wanted our meeting to be a place where every conversation begins with our love for one another, where everyone is welcome at the table. We knew that community is a step in God's direction. What the apostle Peter wrote to the early church could have been written to us, once you were not a people, but now you are the people of God. We were all meeting each other for the first time. In those first years, it was easy to see the miracle of our being together. We came from a variety of backgrounds. We felt ourselves drawn into community. God was weaving us together. Things are a little different now. Now people come to the doors and find there's already a community here. The community exists and those who arrive these days wonder whether they fit into established norms. I think it was different when everyone was new. There was no established norm. In those first year, not everyone chose to stay. We've always had visitors slip in and out, but those who stayed knew that they would be involved in creating a new community. In that sense, there was no joining, there was only creating together. Now our meeting is more established. Maybe it's harder to have that sense of creating together. These days we can more easily divide ourselves into newcomers and old timers. Maybe it's harder to believe that your voice matters. Maybe it's harder to believe that your particular way of seeing helps all of us see farther and better. Honestly, I don't know if it's more difficult now, but I can say this with confidence. It was never 
easy. Community is never easy. Eventually, Sherry Schulke stopped attending West Hills Friends. There was some conflict around what it meant for her to be an associate pastor. We gave her a title without a clear job description. We didn't create the structures that we needed for supervision and accountability. Our intentions were good, but we didn't know what we were doing. We didn't know how to create healthy structures, and eventually our flimsy structure collapsed under the weight that we asked it to bear. After things fell apart, I remember meeting with Sherry to debrief her experience. We met at a Mexican restaurant. Like she always did, Sherry ordered Coke with lemon. It was a sunny day and we met outside. We both wore our sunglasses. Sherry pointed out that our eyes were hidden behind the lenses that we wore. This is the challenge for us. Our eyes are always hidden behind the lenses that we wear. We long for community, but we don't know if it can be trusted. We don't know if it's really worth the work because it is always work. It's always work to make room for one another. It's always work to listen to someone who sees things differently. It's work to be honest and vulnerable. It's work to leave our weapons at the door. Being a community takes work. It's always hard work, but it's essential, essential. Our society is so fractured. Any sense of community is a major step toward God's kingdom. When we do the work of loving one another, we see God at work. Friends, do not grow weary in this work. We are still very much in the process of creating together. Because this is creative work, I'd like to suggest that improvisational theater can help us do the work of community. <laughs> Those doing improv need to react to one another in a way that advances the story. It seems like maybe there's a lesson in that. In order to advance the story, everyone on stage is expected to follow the rule, yes, and. For example, imagine that our first speaker says, oh no, a flock of turkeys just stole all the cranberry sauce. The second speaker needs to reply within the framework of yes, and. So the second speaker can say, the cranberry sauce, but that's the fuel for our time travel machine. See how that works? The second speaker has accepted the premise of the stolen cranberry sauce and added new information about a time machine. The framework allows the story to develop. It would be kind of funny if the second speaker said, those aren't turkeys, they're pterodactyls. But this response is problematic when it comes to the next line. The first speaker can either insist they are in fact turkeys, or accept the responsibility of advancing the story with new information. If this pattern continues, then it's always the first speaker 
who's doing the work of trying to discern the next step. So the rule is, yes, and. The first speaker says, a flock of turkeys stole all the cranberry sauce. And the second speaker accept, <clears throat> accepts the premise and adds to it. But I put your engagement ring in the cranberry sauce. I was going to surprise you at dinner. <laughs> Tina Fey wrote brilliantly about this practice, and I quote, now obviously in real life, you're not going to agree with everything everyone says, but the rule of agreement reminds you to respect what your partner has created and to start from an open-minded place. Start with a yes and see where that takes you. She continues, as an improviser, I always find it jarring when I meet someone in real life whose first answer is no. No, we can't do that. No, it's not in the budget. No, I will not hold your hand for a dollar. <laughs> what kind of way is that to live? Friends, community is always work, but the work doesn't have to be unpleasant. We can live in joyful anticipation for how our collective story will develop. We all have something to add, and we get there with yes and. You are a royal priesthood. Yes, and you are God's special possession. See how that works? What is the yes and that you bring to the work of community at West Hills Friends? As we advance the story together, what are the premises that you affirm? What is the new information that you can add to advance the story?